0: Welcome to The Adjusted Reality, a podcast series trusted by The Adjusted, and brought to you by the Foundation for Chiropractic Progress. Today's episode will cover clearing the fog for better mental clarity, identifying mood affecting triggers, and clearing the path to a destiny of happiness. Stay with me as we speak to Crystal Dwyer Hansen about all things happiness amid a pandemic. Crystal Dwyer Hansen is an international speaker, researcher, corporate consultant, author, and entrepreneur. Her expertise is in the field of human potential. Through her years spent as a transformational life coach and wellness nutrition expert, she has seen people experience profound and lasting transformations in relationships, career, health and wellness, by tapping into their own inner resources. Having personally guided people from seemingly impossible states of depression, anxiety, and hopelessness to triumph freedom and happiness. This is what drives Crystal's conviction that all people have unlimited potential for greatness if they only understand how to access those resources. She travels the world with her husband, bestselling author and entrepreneur, Mark Victor Hansen. Crystal and Mark released a new co-written book called Ask, The Bridge from Your Dreams to Your Destiny. So absolutely fantastic. I'm glad she just brought that up. For my listeners, if you want to view this video, you're welcome to do so because it's always fun to see your your co-host and um, the person that is being interviewed right now. Crystal, it's such a pleasure to have you with us today.
1: Oh gosh, Dr. Sherry, the pleasure is mine. Um, I'm excited. You, uh, you know, we were talking a little bit before the show just about, um, you know, how much we have in common in terms of really wanting to make a difference in the world. So yeah, so happy to be here with you.
0: Fantastic. Now you co-authored the book. Ask. I'm going to ask you. Can you tell me a little bit about what was the stimulus for writing this book? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So Mark and I, I feel really fortunate because we're, we're so much on the same page. And I think that's why obviously we came together. Um, we think our it was in our destiny for sure to come together because the situation around that coming together was quite amazing. But um, what stimulated that was just, we spent time every morning in this prayer and meditation kind of session. And we always ask a lot of questions of, of each other and ourselves to make sure we're on track And um, we discuss a lot of things. And in those discussions, what started to emerge was the fact that we know so many people who have, you know, probably four times more talent than than they'll use in one lifetime. And, um, you know, why aren't they using it? Why is this woman who should be running the company barely getting by? And why is this guy who could you know, run a city, um, hardly making it. And, and we started to kind of break that down and say, what is that thing? If we weren't able to help people, you know, with those struggles, that adversity, um, how would we do that? What was it in our own lives when we were down and out, when we weren't finding the answers, when we were stuck in tremendous adversity, how did we get out of that? And when we started breaking that down, we realized that if you could boil it down to one very important tool, That was the tool of asking, being able to formulate the right questions at the right time in the right way to to be able to take you to the next step to overcome that adversity. And the more we talked about it, the more excited we, we got because we realized it was all about the questions. And we realized asking was the answer.
0: Oh, that's a fabulous answer. And, you know, I've seen some people that don't ask the right questions and they they tend to go way off in their journey and then they become resentful and angry. And as we know, a lot of what we think is how we feel. And that's part of our wellness journey. And I think as we start to grow into what we know, we ask better questions too. And the resources today, which is why I'm so delighted to have you on our podcast, is about tapping into those resources. How do you use them effectively? How do you recommend for our listeners how to tap into the potential for greatness as they start their journey into their wellness and creating a, a, a life of fulfillment?
1: I love that question. So, you know, first of all, uh, Mark and I determined that there are actually three channels through which we need to learn to ask, if you will. And those channels are ask yourself, ask others, and ask God. And in all of the research we've done and in examining our own lives, we realize that each of those channels is equally important um, to implement your greatest, most noble asking journey. There, it's it's all. Each one of those channels produces something different, but something so profoundly beneficial. And let's just start with the first one, the ask yourself part, because that is that's the reflective journey. And gosh, um, I know you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> Dr. Sherry. But it is astounding to me, just with my coaching clients and friends and people that I work with, um, how few people take the time to examine their life to really question what's going on so that you can have an understanding and then pick a better way forward because if you don't ask the right questions, you'll never understand where what's going on. You'll never understand the way forward. So we say there are like three critical phases of that ask yourself part. Mm -hmm. And those are, you know, critical phase number one is where am I right now? You know, really, really sitting and taking that time with yourself. All alone, by yourself, and asking that question: Where am I right now with this situation? You know, and all the sub questions that come under under that is: What I'm doing working? Am I happy? Is you know what what is concerning me? What is freaking me out? You know wh- what do I need to change? Have I been honest with myself about these things? And then once you determine where you are with something, then you can go to the next phase because you can't really do that till you know where you are. And that next phase is, where do I want to be? So where am I now? And where do I really want to be? And so many people are cut off from that question and answer about where they want to be, where they want to go in their lives. So what we like to say is, when you're asking that second phase of the, of the question, Ask it from the nth degree of your greatest success. And in in order to do that, you need to use your imagination because we so often get stuck in what is. And so all we see is what's going on around us. And it's probably oftentimes not good. It's dramatic. It's exactly what we don't want. But what we need to remember is what we're looking at all around us is the result of the thoughts and actions we've taken in the past. And so we can set a different course if we understand the mechanism, and the way to do that. So this is what this does for you. When you ask the right questions, you set a new course, instead of taking your cues from what's around you. So the second phase of that is where do I want to be and go to the nth degree of your imagination. Because our imaginations are truly one of the greatest gifts we've been given. We're the only animal that has the ability to imagine literally anything into existence, right? I mean, every Beautiful, amazing, great thing that has ever happened or been invented or created came from someone's imagination. And so, what I say to to people is, you have that same imagination. So, start there, start with your most brilliant imagination and just quietly go on the stage of your own mind and imagine the nth degree of what you want, where you want to be in your life, whether it's where you want to be with your career, with your relationships or just with your life purpose or your health and wellness that's another big one we talk to all of those those topics in the book so imagining from the nth degree of great success and happiness and then ask the questions backwards what am i doing every day what is this you know what does it look like as i'm expressing my greatest career who am i talking to every day what's important to me whose lives am i changing what does that look like how are they responding what products am i sharing how are people responding to that and in that way you can literally start to sculpt your ideal life, engineer it sort of backwards from your perfect place. I mean, it's really, really powerful. And then the final phase to that um, ask yourself part, those critical phases, you know, where am I now? Where do I want to be? The final third phase of that is what specific action do I need to take to get there? Because, you know, when when you start asking these questions, you're going to get some answers. And I'm, I'm encouraging you to write them down and really be present with the questions and the answers. But then things are going to start to open up through your intuition and just other things. this when you when you think of an answer or you know uh, a question, someone's going to come into your reality, you'll think of a name, you'll see something in a book. Act on it, pick up the phone, take action in some way because we're in this physical plane called, called Earth. We need to take
0: action. It's a really important part of it. Wow, there was a lot for our listeners to get in there and you packed it so beautifully together. You said something that I think our listeners might want to be uh, pushed the envelope a little more on. Tell us, you noted that be present and so much of our lives is the external coming into the internal. And I noted that there's a place in Ask that talks about unplug. And I think for wellness, for us to be in a place where we can find true happiness, true wellness, we have to take that inner step and really do unplug. Tell me a little bit about what unplug means to you and your family.
1: Right. No, I love that question. And, you know, um, and and I, I can't stress this enough. We're really hurting ourselves by staying plugged, plugged in all the time because what that is is just endless noise and most of it is irrelevant to honestly to your great greatest success and expression in this lifetime and so if you've got notifications going off all the time and text messages and emails and all of these things that are coming at you all the time um, you are literally allowing this precious space called your mind and allowing your time because it is limited you know to be filled up with all these things that will not contribute to your greatest expression in this world. And so unplugging really means making a a very firm decision with yourself to say, you know what, I'm not gonna look at news. I'm gonna take a three week hiatus from every speck of news. And I've done that myself, I, you know, because it's easy to get sucked in. There's so much drama. It right sure now. is. Oh, it's like, what happened next? What happened? You know, the play by play, it's like we're in this big football game with these two opposing sides and you never know. And this is what the media wants from us, right? Why don't, why don't they just tell us the good news every day? Because the drama sucks everybody in, right? And I promise you there are way more good news going on in the world than bad news, but all we're gonna hear from media most of the time is just the bad news. So when when I say when we say unplug, it's really important to make that commitment to yourself and just, you know, if you can, I say don't even look if you're producing your work or 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 doing something that's a creative project, which Mark and I have to do all the time, I say go put your phone in another room. Well done. You know your schedule. Um, and because it will rob you of your truly your greatest success and your peace of mind and this expression for which you were made. I mean, you are a part of creation and you know you were created for something special. Everyone is whether, and I don't mean it's like, you're gonna be the, the king and queen of the world. It's like, you're the queen of your, and king of your life. And there are people you're affecting every day um, whether it's your family, friends, um, your neighbors, whatever, your community. And there's, there are things you were made for. There were things you are uniquely made to express. And if you are going to trade yourself to mindless, you know, uh, stuff that's going on outside of you externally and not take that time with yourself to create your greatest expression, then you're really robbing yourself and all the people that you're here to, to be with and to serve.
0: Well, you said a few things that I'm going to explore because for our listeners, one of the pieces of being robbed is not taking time away from that schedule to take care of yourself. And practitioners around the globe are now being overworked, stressed out, really starting to get into a place where they want to give the very best to their patients. I also want my patients to take the time for themselves and finding that balance, but they're being robbed, and their mood changes. And that mood change is important. Can you tell me what are the biggest mood affecting triggers that you've come across in your research?
1: Right, so, so when we have a mood, it's really what's happening is we've had a change of our state of being. So our, our state changes, our state of mind, our emotional state has changed in some way. And usually, you know, so so that's the time when we need to ask those questions like, what is affecting, what is really affecting my state? Why do I feel so horrible? And there are answers underlying that every single time. Okay, and a lot of times it's unworthiness or fear or all of these things. I mean, when you are, are neglecting yourself, um, there are a lot of things that can come up. I mean, you start to feel a little bit desperate, like, like you don't matter. I mean, and sometimes that feeling of unworthiness is enhanced because we literally start to feel like we don't deserve to take any time for ourselves to love and care for ourselves. And and that's, that's really a lie. Um, Because for all the people we're taking care of, you are just as important as every one of those people. So you need to remember how valuable you are and, and really ask you know am I, am I in this sort of state of unworthiness where I feel like I don't deserve any care for myself and women get into that to that state of unworthiness and then once we get there we feel so drained and so deprived that it's not a happy state you know it's not a happy state and and you start to secrete chemicals when you're in a bad state, you know, your, your body's so intelligent, you know, you're, you can get sicker more easily because, you know, you're sad. You can get a little bit depressed. You can get a little bit of anxiety or a lot, you know, and nothing is, you're not allowing yourself to look at that and give yourself some time to, to get calm, to get perspective, to change your state. And I think that's one way that people can think of it is like, I'm in a bad state right now. So I need to look at what how I can change my state and there's so many things we can do that can change our state but all of them require giving yourself something back you know and that is like I don't care how what you have to give up go for a walk in nature nature's so healing you know and when you go walking make it like a meditation you know look around at life because I think when you're in nature you cannot help but see God and see creation in all of nature. And there's something so healing about that because that we recognize because we are a part of it. We're a part of nature. We're a part of God. We're a part of this creation. And so it's very, very healing. Um, you can't just be a hundred percent dutiful and exchange all of your well-being and peace of mind for somebody else's. It has to be a balance
0: you know, creating those opportunities where we start to boost our happiness by changing the way we look at things. And I think that's one of the big pieces to creating wellness. I like to think through a lot of 25 years of being in chiropractic and hearing the patients that are desperately in pain and dysfunction and despair, and then taking them to a place where they're finally starting to see optimism, and balance and creativity. And even just the movement that you just described is incredibly important, you know, going on a walk, and just enjoying a walk, and having those peaceful moments where you sit by yourself, and you start asking the questions, which your book is definitely help people to ask the right questions and the right answers will come. And sometimes it's not, you know, we all start somewhere. And, and one of the things that I heard recently is nowhere is a word and it's nowhere is somewhere a painful patient is. When you split that word now here, now you know where you start. And I think that's an incredibly next step for our listeners. You mentioned something about women, and they are immense caregivers. In fact, according to the Family Caregiver Alliance in the United States, women can make up to 68% of the caregivers. They're the nurses, the mothers, the sisters. They're the family community um, nurturers. And I think as we look at the International Women's Um, day challenge, which was hashtag choose to challenge. One of the pieces that I think for women is hearing what you just said, having an understanding of the mood affecting triggers, learning to really recognize where they are right now, and how much nurturing needs to happen in a COVID-19 environment. Can you talk to our listeners? about how can you bridge your dreams into destiny when you're in a pandemic and you're a nurturer, you're a caregiver, and you're feeling somewhat deflated.
1: Right. And and it has been a challenging time. But um, I think the first thing to recognize is that sometimes the most challenging times give us the greatest opportunities. And for COVID in particular because there have been a lot of shutdowns although not everyone's been shut down some people are busier than ever so that presents its own challenge but a lot of people have been able to sort of get off that roller coaster and take that time with themselves and start to question everything and if you have more of that downtime, I would say that is the first thing is like make that one of your top priorities this special unique time that you have to like question things more and start to you know get your life in balance by by asking those questions and then following the answers. Another thing that we talk about in the book is, you know, we all came into this world as children, so beautiful in our ability to ask for anything, right? Um, and, And we're just uncorrupted. We ask, first of all, we have this wild curiosity to know everything. So we're asking who, what, when, where, why, how, right? And then we also... Um, are always asking for more, more, more and asking for basically everything. And, you know, then there's, there comes a time as an adult where we start to look at ourselves, depending on how we were parented or what happened in school or our jobs, that beautiful ability gets crushed out of us, you know, right. Suddenly we find ourselves as adults standing there. We're afraid to ask anybody for anything, any help any information, any advice. Okay. And then the second thing is we are afraid not to have all the answers. Right. And so all of that beautiful curiosity, all of that ability to ask for things um, is gone. And so what we're saying in the book is it's time to bring that back, spend time pondering, spend time considering what it is like to be more childlike and to, you know, not have all the answers to be a seeker of answers, to live in a little bit more wonder, because as adults, we get so serious. We we close ourselves off from the world. It's like the world's coming in and it's tightening up, whereas as a child, there's no limitations. And, and so the second thing I would say is go into your childlike wonder. Become that child who wonders about everything. Ask who, what, when, where, why, how. How might I change everything? How could I do... How can i enjoy this life how can i wake up every day and see the magic of my life and also it's okay to not have all the answers you need to lean on other people it's okay when you're stuck when you're feeling bad you know people studies show that um, people are so afraid to ask for anything when it comes to the ask we said ask yourself ask others ask god when it comes to the ask other part you know people the studies show that people are perceive that if they ask for something help assistance answers information that they will be perceived as being you know stupid ignorant uninformed or that they're just pushy and obnoxious cuz they're asking for help or something and the opposite is true the studies really show that people have a great desire to serve and to help other people so if you're willing to ask for something there's an 80% more likely chance that somebody will grant your request um, but you need to ask. And so we talk about the seven roadblocks to asking in our book. And I think so many people have these roadblocks, um, at least one of them, if not more or all of them. And so it's so important to go through those yourself and challenge yourself. Say, "Is is this my roadblock? Is it unworthiness? Is it doubt? Am I stuck in pattern paralysis where I'm thinking I'm doing the same thing over and over and it's not working. It didn't work last week or last month or last year, and it's not going to work next week, next month or next year. So how do I break that pattern paralysis? How do I look at this differently? And so in that way, I think you can just start to change absolutely everything.
0: There are seven roadblocks that I looked at, and I think our listeners really do enjoy knowing what are the the, um, obstacles that I have to face as I start asking the right questions and helping yourself, whether it's physically and getting an adjustment or mentally where you talk to a partner who loves you, who has unconditional caring for you. And I I love seeing the, the relationship between you and Mark, that unconditional love, that being able to express yourself and not feel like you're gonna be judged. On this podcast, that's exactly what I want our listeners to feel, is comfortable that they can express themselves to others and not feel that judgment. And Crystal, you've done such a great job of being able to explain that in a way that helps people think about where they're right now and where they want to go. Is there an experience in your past that you would like to share with our listeners about what kind of hurtled you to the next level that that brought you to a state where you felt excited and passionate although you didn't start that way and you realized wow because i had this experience i now have an answer
1: yeah and i've had a number of challenges in my life but i think the one that's really profound to me is is the one that happened when i was very young and i was just one of those kids who found high school to be very easy. And uh, so I accelerated my curriculum and graduated myself at age 16 and married um, my boyfriend who was five years older than I. So not a great life plan. Two and a half years later, I'm divorced in a new city, no family and friends with a baby on my hip and absolutely no idea how I'm going to support myself. And um, it was very scary. And I did, the only thing I could think of was to apply for food stamps. And so I remember standing there at the grocery store in line, ready to exchange my food stamps for food and diapers. And I had the most profound experience. It was this like an epiphany. And I suddenly felt like a spotlight was shining on me. And this question dropped into my mind. And it was, first of all, how did I get here? Followed by, are you doing everything you can to get out of this situation? Or are you taking the easy way out? And it was like my moment of truth, because I knew in that second, when my mind asked that question, I knew the answer. I knew I wasn't doing everything I could to get out of it. And it caused this amazing, incredible pivot inside of me to the point where, like I said, it was like time slowed down. By the time I was handing the food stamps over to the cashier, I was saying to myself, this will not be my future. And I did it with so much conviction. I'll never forget the feeling that I had inside. it was an absolute pivotal moment for me. So I went home to my little apartment where I was getting convi- uh, eviction notices every month. And um, I knew I didn't have any answers, but I realized I had questions. So I just kept asking, you know, how do I get a job tomorrow? Who would hire me? What are my skills that I could, you know, utilize? And as, as soon as I started asking those questions, I remembered hearing on the radio that there were these temp service agencies you could call and you could get jobs and start working. So I called them Kelly services, right? Kelly Mm Girls. So they said, fill out the forms, tell us what your skills are. Fortunately, I'd worked in high school at my dad's law office and I worked at um, a clothing store in taco time. And so uh, filled all that out and started getting these jobs. They call you, you know, you can take the job, say yes or no. And I do, you work for two weeks or four days or whatever each assignment was. And I started filling in at attorney's offices or doing sales at conventions that were coming to town or setting up booths and malls and things like that. And I really started enjoying it, and started learning a lot about myself. I really loved working with business people, and I loved—I realized I love sales, especially, and just love people in general. So I decided to put myself through real estate school. And in the meantime, someone had approached me and said, "You should do some modeling." So I thought, "What do I have to lose?" I asked that I went to the biggest uh, agency in my city and said, "Will you sign me?" I—they did. They ended up signing me. So literally like a year and a little more than a year and a half from that time where I was turning those food stamps over to the cashier. I'm now a licensed realtor working for the top home builder in our Valley. And then I became the number one realtor for the company. And I also was getting these royalty, um, this royalty income because I had done a couple of television commercials that had gone national. And so I was getting some, you know, enough royalty residuals that I joined Screen Actors Guild. They have you automatically join. And so suddenly I have the best insurance benefits anywhere for myself and my little boy. But I often thought back to that moment, like what happened there? Because I mean, I was on a downward spiral. I really it would have been so easy to give in to my own victimhood and why, you know, this is why it's not going to work and I'll never get out of this. But I realized in looking back, it was that question pivoted me and and I think even more than that it's it's sometimes asking ourselves the tough questions like are you doing the best you can and then having the courage to answer it honestly because it was like no I'm not I'm not doing the best I can and I didn't even know what that was I just knew I could do better and so I'm really thankful for that it was it was a huge huge moment in my life and changed absolutely everything because it just was straight up from there
0: Crystal, that story is extraordinary because many are going to be listening to this podcast right now and be that person handing over the food stamps. Now they have the power of the ask. Now they have the momentum and they know that you've been there and they can be there in the next step. And now you're living a life of inspiration. You're helping others create their destiny. And through the power of ask in the book, they can start to create their own beautiful future that is set by them and for them by getting the questions answered as they come through and developing that journey. Crystal, what an absolute treat to be with you today. I want to thank you for all of our listeners on being here today and asking the right questions and importantly, setting the stage for health and wellness that is so incredibly important during this pandemic. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Dr. Sherry, it's been such a pleasure.
0: I wanna thank you all for tuning in to Adjusted Reality Podcast, where we spoke to Crystal Dwyer Hansen about asking the right questions, being honest with yourself on where you are right now, breaking down those seven barriers to asking those questions and then ensuring that we're taking the time for ourselves, giving ourselves that self care that we desperately need, especially during a pandemic and how many caregivers we have out there today. This podcast was brought to you by the Foundation for Chiropractic Progress. Don't forget to subscribe, share the podcast with friends, rate and review. If you're feeling inspired to learn more about chiropractic or find a doctor of chiropractic near you, visit f4cp.org find a doctor. We appreciate your support and look forward to checking in with you again soon.